Teachers are natural innovators, entertainers, and problem solvers. They dream of growing old into the profession, teaching their kids' kids. But sometimes, career goals shift, and that makes opportunities outside of the classroom seem intangible. Questioning, who am I if I'm not a teacher? I'm your host, Allie Simon. And I'm your co-host, Jody Scissors. And this is Teacher Shift. What do non-teachers know about being a teacher? We see teachers through the eyes of our childhood experiences and through our own children. But what happens beyond that? Today's guest thoughtfully captured the life of a teacher, and we're here to learn why. Adam Gacka is a seasoned filmmaker that has shown his work at film festivals around the world. His most recent feature documentary, Teacher, premiered at South by Southwest EDU and provides an inside look at what it's like to be a teacher in the nation's third largest public school district. Welcome to the show today, Adam. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. As you know, Jody and I had the opportunity to see the documentary Teacher premiere at South by EDU, and we were just blown away by what you were able to capture and some of the realities of being a public school teacher in Chicago. But before we dive in today, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the film? The film itself came out of a shorter documentary that I created for uh, the residency program that these two teachers are in. It was originally just supposed to be a fundraising video um, for that program. But um, over the course of the month, you know, I, I gained or got pretty close with the teachers that I profiled and just thought it was an amazing story and wanted to continue it. And so, you know, we had to shift from there and get additional uh, approvals from CPS and things like that. So it took a little bit to get from the short film to actually start doing the feature. But we started up just just after the uh, teacher strike in Chicago. So like around February, COVID was running rampant. So, you know, we were able to just capture this time capsule of of what was happening in the classroom and all of the complications that COVID brought into it, you know, kids coming in, kids coming out, kids not being able to access the internet, all, all of the complications that teachers had to have were just in the right place at the right time. And we're able to, you know, not only capture it, but just show like the the human toll that it took on the teachers and the and the students. So it's a really emotional and it's it's you know raw. Wanted to make sure that when we shot the film or, or when we put it together, that it wasn't like innately political, right? I just wanted to show what is happening in the classroom um, so that people can make their own decision about what's going on in there. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what it's about. It was an amazing experience, one of the most difficult things that I've ever done in my entire life, uh, just because of all the hurdles that I had to go through uh, to get it done. But very grateful for the opportunity to be able to share that story and, and very grateful for the trust that the teachers gave me and, and that the district gave me as well. Well, I don't want to give too much away to the listeners because I want them to go see the film, but you did capture things really well. There were several things that I noted as I was watching. I was having a physical and like emotional reaction to some of the the toll that the work was taking on the teachers, the mom guilt, the keeping their head above water, 
you know, having that like heart of gold, that bleeding heart for children and education, but then going home and having an empty tank. That was really real. And that exhaustion, even though I wasn't doing it in that moment, I could just feel it. You said that you went with the film because you had built these relationships with these teachers. Was there anything beyond that that really drove you to really focus on this this niche topic? Do you come from teachers? Do you empathize with teachers? Did you just want to have more perspective? What was kind of the catalyst? So I, uh, I've done a lot of work in that space. I've told a lot of stories in that space. So a lot of the films or short films or, or project paid projects that I do are, you know, for nonprofits and a lot of them work in the education space. So I've been exposed to education and teachers for, you know, about 10 or 12 years prior to, to starting this. So that was part of it. And then, you know, I have kids as well. And so uh, I, I just have a general interest or concern in the, the state of education in this country and, you know, how that affects democracy. So yeah, there's the emotional connection that I built with the teachers and wanting to tell their story. And then there's the bigger picture of education's probably one of the most important things that we should be focusing on and we're not. Because one of the most terrifying things that I could think of is this country being less educated, right? There's there's so much hate, so much misinformation, so much drama and negativity everywhere. I can't even imagine what what this country would look like if we were even less educated and, let, and that there were less opportunity opportunities out there for people to advance themselves. So it's a little bit of everything, right? But I just think it's it's an important topic that wasn't getting the attention it deserved, hence the teacher shortage, right? Uh, and so I, I, I was at the right place at the right time and, you know, went with it. Well, I know that you had to go through a lot of red tape, probably a lot of processes to get approval to film in the third largest school district in the country. But I'm so glad that you did because you don't really often get to see that inside perspective of what it's really like to be a teacher. And I think that's something that Jody and I were interested in kind of talking to you about is to figure out as a non-educator yourself, although it does sound like you had a deep understanding of education from the other projects that you had worked on. But what do you feel like after this film and the other projects you've worked on, what about education, public education specifically, do you think most people just don't know or just don't, they don't understand? Because in my opinion, you really can't know unless you're in that space. I think there's a general lack of appreciation and respect for the job. And that leads to just a level of disinterest, right? And like people don't take the time to understand or appreciate the scope of the work because it's not just what's in the classroom. It's, you know, before, it's during, it's after, it's taking taking the work home, it's taking the emotions home. And it just takes a huge toll on people, a toll on teachers. And I just don't think the general public understands and appreciates that. And I really wanted to show that in this film. That was that was my goal as it started to unfold. And yeah, I know I've I've done a lot of education work before, but you know, it was promo work too, right? So it was lovey dubby and like positive. And this is this is a little more raw and and intimate. And 
that's really what got me excited about being able to tell the story was being able to show, you know, truth, have people see with their own eyes what's going on in the classrooms. Because I didn't want to be political. I didn't want to talk at people. I just wanted to show people what is happening. And it's hard for me to uh, imagine people not having more respect for teachers after seeing this film because of what I was able to capture. Definitely. And I think you did a good job of that balance of showing what the workload is, how teacher identity is such a real thing. Also, how much they care about their students. Just at the end of the day, like they just want, sometimes those teachers are just like mama bears to some of these kids. There was this moment in the in the film where one of the teachers is tying the kid's shoe. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, and then there's there's moments where they pull a child aside in the way that they're talking just so gently to help them work out their problems. And I'm just like, you, you really nailed all the hats that a teacher has to wear from planning to physical exertion <laughs> to like how much they deeply just want what's best for children. And the root of that is creating positive and constructive learning spaces, but it's hard. It's a lot of hard work to create that atmosphere and to get those learning outcomes. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there's a portion of the film that talks about patience. And I think that's really the the thing that I took away the most from my experience. It's just the level of patience. I think that comes from having love for the students, right? You learn to be patient with people that you love. And I get stressed with my own kids and I can't even imagine what it's like to be in a classroom with, you know, 10, 20, 30 kids and, and just being able to keep it together and not only just keep it together, but, but at a high level and to be able to create that environment that you said that's safe and that's positive. Um, that's really what captured me, you know, and, and what really gave my respect was, was being able to keep it together under pressure day in and day out, no breaks. You know, that, that was the other thing. Like, when do you guys go to the bathroom? We hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a portable classroom for the, the last six years I taught. I don't know if you know this about Allie and I, but we were, like I was a teacher for 13 years. She was a teacher for seven years. And I was in a portable classroom for the last six years. There was no bathroom option. <laughs> I mean, Jody, you've known me long enough. Like, I don't think I could legitimately be an elementary school teacher because I wouldn't be able to go that long without using the bathroom. Like, it's just, it's really crazy how teachers have to go through the life of a teacher is very different than what I think the general public understands. And I think what you were able to capture in in Teacher, the documentary, is that middle space because we see a lot of extremes. We see the really good and we see the really bad when it comes to teaching and working with kids and students, but we don't really get to see that in-between space, like the realities. And when you were talking about how the teachers are are there and they're in the highest stakes environment, you know, supporting these kids, one thing Jody and I have touched on, on the podcast is that's hard enough when everything's going well. Like when your personal life is okay and you know you have a good marriage or you're you know you're seeing someone things are good but when teachers have hard things happen in their own personal lives and they still show up to work in those circumstances 
you know, they have to perform at that level. There's no like taking it easy. You don't just get to, you know, sit at your desk all day. Like it's not possible in, especially in a traditional public school in a big public school district. And I think you really captured that to see what the day-to-day looks like and how much they give to the profession, how much of themselves they might have to sacrifice in order to make that happen. And I think that really transitions well into another topic that I think, Jody, you wanted to talk about a little bit. It was the the teacher identity. Yeah. On our podcast, we're, I don't know, 60 plus episodes in, but teacher identity continues to come up because these skills that they build, the way that they see themselves, the way that they see themselves in outside of the school, just in the community, there's the, just like this, this teacher brain that they really, really identify with. And so we were wondering, you know, you spending time with these teachers, did you recognize this identity that they latch onto and that they really just, I don't know, it's like they're they're siloed. Like once you become a teacher, you're like, this is who I am and this is what I'm capable. It's very multifaceted, but there's a serious way that they perceive themselves and I'm not sure that society actually sees all of those angles of those teachers. So you said you were working with teachers long before this, but like, is that something you've observed? Yeah, I think how I would interpret it is focus and presence, right? The teachers that I've interacted with or the ones that I've interacted with in this film, like I could tell that they were present in the classroom, right? And they were focused the students and what they were doing at hand. There was little room for distractions or, you know, looking at your phone or, you know, like some of the things that other people do at their desk or at at any other job, like that you don't have that as a teacher. And so what I was able to, you know, notice is just this level of focus and presence. Right. And I think, and I think students pick up on that, right. If, if, if you're not present and, and you're not focused and, and giving your attention, then they're not going to be engaged. And so seeing that level of focus and attention and love um, is what I noticed. I think that really goes into the teacher brain that we've talked about, like the skills that you develop as a teacher or probably part of the qualities you have innately that make you want to be a teacher, like that you you know, you love children and you want to better society, you know, things like that, that makes you a teacher. But then when you're a teacher, it, it becomes so much of your identity that that's who you are. And I think, you know, sometimes to a detriment, teachers feel like they can't leave if that's not a good fit anymore. But also there's a positive side to that, which is the skills that you learn. Um, patience definitely is an amazing one, but the ability to like, to multitask, to have to make decisions in a split second because something's happening in the classroom and like your call on the situation could literally be like someone getting hurt or, you know, something bad happening or something great happening. And so I think that's, you know, teacher identity in our conversations kind of seems like two different ones, like what it takes to be a teacher and then who you identify as because you're a teacher. Yeah, I think the other other thing too is just perseverance too, right? Like I think my assumption is that as you advance in your career as a teacher, you learn to persevere, right? It's a hard job. And so um, I think over time, you just develop this strength to 
continue going, that is very admirable. And I think, you know, that could translate into a lot of other things. It just goes back to just the, you know, lack of appreciation for what it takes. But yeah, you know, I, I'm a very like emotional, like human person. So I look at those types of things, right? Like I locked in this office editing this thing for, you know, six months. And there were times where I was just bawling my eyes out for hours on end because, you know, I, I was editing a scene and it just was so emotional and, and just to see the love and the care and, and the ability to push through and still show love for these students was just amazing to me. And so I can't say enough about, you know, the teachers that I profiled and teachers in general. Like I, I, I have so much respect for the profession and for the people that do it. It's, it's one of the hardest things I'm sure that's out there to do. And one of the most important, if not the most important, because all things come from education. Yes, exactly. Well, Miss Bennett and Miss Congo were amazing. They were so gentle and they were experts at what they did, even though they at times probably didn't feel like it. Their relationship was really great. It's so essential for a new teacher to have a really solid mentor. And Miss Bennett really fulfilled those shoes. But I wanted to say on the topic of appreciation, this is something that I feel really challenged with all the time is as a society, we say we appreciate teachers. We have Teacher Appreciation Week, all of these things. But some of the actions that I see are opposite of how you appreciate someone. I just really struggle with why these false narratives and these misconceptions continue to to move on if we say we appreciate teachers. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. You know, when I started this film, like, I thought it was going to be easy. Easy in in the sense that I was going to get support from every angle, right? I, I thought, like, this is such an amazing opportunity to tell this story about these amazing people who are influencing, you know, the next generation, like it all like on paper makes sense, but uh, I, I've gotten very little support, you know, in, in, in the making of this film. Um, it's entirely like self-finance. I've done a lot of it myself. I, I was lucky enough to have my partner, Joe, who shot everything with me and, you know, we did everything on our own dime. And, you know, even in the aftermath now, like trying to get it distributed and get sponsors and it's just, you know, people don't have a level of appreciation for it and it just blows my mind. And, you know, I think if anything, it, it beat me down a little bit because I put so much work into it, but if anything, it kind of reinvigorated me because now I'm like a little upset. Like, like I really want to push this now and get it in people's faces because I think it's important for people to really know because I, I, I can't stress enough, education is the most important issue that we need to tackle. Uh, because if we as a country are less educated, then, I mean, we're, we're already, you know, in trouble. You know, there's a lot of issues that we're facing. And if, if we don't improve in this area, it's, it's going to be, I don't know, I'm scared, to be honest. Yeah, to prioritize means you have to prioritize teachers, too. Of course. Oh, totally. You have to appreciate them. You have to make sure that they are getting their needs met and that their workloads are appropriate and that they're not getting burnout because essentially at the end of the day, quality instruction and relationships and having an environment that is conducive to maximizing your cognitive abilities, it takes a lot. But 
if we can prepare teachers and give them workspaces to be able to do that, that then prioritizes and says, hey, education is important and we're going to take care of teachers because it is important. Yeah, I think, you know, I I hit it on the head, right? I think you can have a great system, you can have a great infrastructure, but if you don't have the people in the building that are executing and doing the work and doing it well, then, you know, you could have the best plan in the world or the greatest system, the greatest curriculum. But if you don't have the people there, the teachers executing on it, then it doesn't matter, you know? And I think that's what people are missing, right? They just like drop their kids off and set it and forget it. And then that's it. I think it's just really irresponsible to be honest. You know, even with the showing of the film, like through various festivals, like I've always had packed houses, but it was always teachers that came and saw the film and not the general public. And it's the general public that needs to see this film because they're the ones that need to be educated about what what's going on. And so I think if anything, you know, that's what I learned over the past couple months is like, this really is a problem, right? Like I said, when I started this, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. People are going to jump on board. But it wasn't the case. And so now, like, I'm really focused on trying to create a strategy or a plan to make sure that it gets out there to the general public. And what you're doing with this documentary and, and, you know, your goal of trying to get it out to general public, that's what I talked to Jody about in the beginning when we started this podcast was, I want the non-teachers, the general public to understand what this profession is and what education is right now. And I think by showing the story of the residency program, you you showed really the value that, that new teachers can have when they have a solid mentor, when they go into the profession and it's not just completely sink or swim, which happens a lot, unfortunately. And I, I also think it's a really great intro. It's not it's not technically an apprenticeship, but that's what I work on in my daily job. And teacher apprenticeships are blowing up now. And that's great because that's a great way to train new people who want to be teachers with giving them that solid foundation like the residency program. And so I think that the film really captures it, but I am looking for that that solution that you're searching for too. How do we get you know, the general public to understand. And I think the, the kind of comparison I had was like undercover boss. Do you remember that show that was out? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wish we could get someone to go in like undercover and see what it's really like to be a teacher, but that's basically what you did. You went in and you, you show us what it's like to be a teacher. And I thank you so much for that. And I really want our listeners who are probably mostly teachers, but hopefully they'll share with their friends and family who are not and people in their wider community. How can they watch Teacher the Documentary? Uh, well, it's going to be available on, um, or will be by the time this is released, on Amazon Prime. So I made it. Uh, I made a point to try to, to get it on a platform that was widely available. And so it'll be available to rent and buy on Amazon Prime. That is amazing. And I know that is a way to make films accessible. So I'm so glad to hear that. I'm excited to be able to share that with the people in my own community and the non-teachers that I know. That will definitely be even a great gift. You could get someone, buy them an Amazon gift card and say, hey, please watch this documentary with it. Um, I love that. So thank you so much for your time today, Adam, for being on the show. And thank you for all that you're doing. My pleasure. And if you'd like to connect with Adam, you can reach him on Instagram at teacherdocumentary.com 
or at Production House Chicago, as well as his websites, which we'll link in the show notes. We will link how you can watch the teacher documentary on Amazon Prime in the show notes as well. Are you interested in suggesting a topic for Teacher Shift, being a guest, or recommending a guest? Please see the episodes page on our website to make a submission. And if you'd like to write for us, see our blog page. If you liked Teacher Shift, give us a five-star rating and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Today's episode was written and recorded by me, Ali Simon, and my co-host, Jody Scissors, executive produced by Teacher Shift, produced and edited by Emily Porter, original music, emoji by Tubacker. Backer.